Hello and welcome to the Jonathan Bell Show. This is a show documenting my journey after quitting my 9-to-5 job to pursue a career being a creative. Thank you for tuning in. What's up, folks? Today I have an interview with Playing With Issues. Playing With Issues, how are you doing today? I'm fine, and you? I'm good, thanks. Now, we met on Twitter, so let's let everybody know exactly what you are about. I'm, I'm assuming Playing With Issues means you are a gamer or something of that sort? Yep, I'm a gaming YouTuber. I edit and um, record most of my own footage from time to time when I play online with friends. They try to record their own thing. But mostly, Playing With Issues is a YouTube channel dedicated to showcasing how I play video games and how I react when I play. Okay, so and what what system do you use? I have every system ranging from the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. That's quite a lineup what have been some of your favorite games so far this year oh this past year this past year i've been playing spider-man actually i i got i got into it late i was late to the party but uh i've really enjoyed it and i can see why it was game of the year for a lot of people last year up there with god of war and um Oh, what was other big games that came out? Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2, there you go. That's actually next on my list after I'm done with Uncharted 4. I'm actually playing through the Uncharted series for the first time, and that's proving pretty fun right now. Oh, you know, I've actually never picked those up. I guess I should. I'm too busy with first-person shooters, and I just got Kingdom Hearts 3, so I'm working on that. And before that, I, I beat Red Dead Redemption 2. And I did get the Spider-Man game. I just haven't got any of the add-ons yet. So I haven't played like the Black Cat story or the gang ones yet. That's actually what I'm doing right now. I'm playing through the DLCs since I platinum Spider-Man. And Spider-Man is actually the first game I've ever platinum on PS4. So I'm actually semi-proud about it. Because (laughs) I'm, I'm never so dedicated to doing that with a game it's been quite some time i used to do that for almost every gamecube game i had if you remember that system i do well i think the big difference too is because when those the other games like there was no downloadable content to to keep getting trophies on and now it's like you could get a bunch of trophies or beat it but then they're going to come out with something else and then you could keep you have to keep getting trophies but with the older systems it was kind of finite, you know what I mean? Of course, you know, um, once you beat a game, you were done with it. You you didn't expect any downloadable content, which is kind of weird when you think about it. It's a changing of the times that you can buy a game and expect it not to be finished on day one. I, I think it's a little disappointing in that sense that because then you look at companies and developers as not putting out a finished product when it first comes out and you're still paying full price for it. Yeah, it's, it's something else. I, I recently just made myself buy the series. I mean the, the, uh, season pass for 
Black Ops 4. And I, I just was like, I would, I miss the days where I just pay once for a video game and that was it. You mentioned that you're a big first person shooter fan, so Call of Duty is one of the series you really like. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's the one that always just stuck, but mainly just the Black Ops. I never really got into the Modern Warfare or the other ones, but I have consistently been playing the Black Ops ones. And that's pretty much that and Halo and GoldenEye for N64. Those are will always be my favorite first-person shooter games. Of course, GoldenEye is a, is a classic. It's a, it's, it's a legendary game. Yeah, and they tried to remake it so many times, and it failed yeah. so many times. I, I've seen, I've seen the videos. That they don't look too dignified, right. to say the least. Another one I really liked too was Gears of War. That was a really good game. Gears of War was a lot of fun when it first came out. I was really disappointed with Part Four, though. I didn't even make. It. I heard so many bad reviews. I just didn't even bother, but. For the Xbox I, or PlayStation, I used to play that and Killzone a lot. That was a good game. Yes, there was a lot of nice games out back in the day. That you could still play even now. You'd be surprised how how many games have actually aged pretty well. Uh, have you played the new Apex? Uh, Apex Legends? Yeah, I've actually played a little bit. I um, had a funny experience with it the first few games the first game i ever played i played with my cousin who doesn't really talk to me like that so i was very surprised i got an invite from him and we ended up placing number three and my very first game oh wow and it was pretty funny and the only reason why i i, I lost that game was i decided to chase somebody out of the storm and they waited for me at the edge, and they they, they brutally murdered me. <laughs> so, I have I no just, type. Of, I have no idea what type of game that is. I'm gonna have to check it out. Is it like a battle royale game? Yeah, you've heard of the battle royale genre, right? Yeah, like Fortnite and. Stuff. It's the new. It's the new crazy thing that um, every single developer is trying to get on, including. Um, is it Treyarch that's developing Black Ops? A lot. Yeah, they have the they have the blackout mode in Black Ops Four, but I I don't I don't play. It. I never really got into Fortnite, and I I just want to you know run and gun with a bunch of my buddies and not have to sneak around and try to be the last person standing. I feel you. I feel you. It's a genre that is um I'd say it's a it's an acquired taste. I can remember I can very distinctly remember trying Fortnite for the first time and not liking it. So I can completely understand why people don't like the genre and people hate that it's so popular. Yeah, it just it just wasn't my cup of tea. So you you do uh, editing too, right? Like video editing. Can you talk us a little bit about that. Uh, I've been editing. I've been video editing since I was in high school. Back when I was freaking what's like. 15, 14, I'm 26 now, so that, that would stay around 12 years. And how do you like that? I mean, you must like it a lot to keep going with it, correct? Right. I love it mostly because it, it always gives you the opportunity to try new things, whether it's messing with transitions, um, messing with different um, forms of medium. Like, I've, I've yet to edit live action. 
big stage yet. The most I've done is, do you remember a really old meme called the Harlem Shake? Uh, it's not coming to my head right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a link sometime and see if, you're, if it crosses your mind sometime later. But that was only, that was literally the only time I have ever messed with live action. I've always messed with either anime or video games. And what software do you use, like Final Cut or Premiere? I use Sony Vegas um, Pro, or it's called Vegas Pro now. And why is that one the one on your list as opposed to Premiere or Final Cut or iMovie? Funny enough, because. Um, when, when you're a high school student, you don't have money like that. So what what um, editing software I was using at that time was Windows Movie Maker. Ah, uh, yeah. In which case, sometime after that, I received a free version of an old copy of Sony Vegas Platinum. And eventually I got used to using that after they stopped supporting um, Windows Movie Maker, and that's that's what I stuck with. I've always wanted to use Final Cut or Adobe Premiere, but just couldn't get the money to to actually try the products. Well, I mean, twelve years with Sony, I'm sure they're doing something right, or I'm pretty sure that you got a good grasp on it by now. Yeah, it's 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 all about experience and, and just preference at this point. I've self-taught myself almost everything I know on the program, including how to mess with green screen. So I have certain experience there. Hopefully within maybe the next year or so, I'll get a green screen on my own and get to use it for future videos. And it's just, it's all about familiarity at this point. I wouldn't mind learning another program, but I'd rather stick with Sony Vegas. It's just... It's just my thing, you know? Yep, the familiarity. Right. So I just want to ask you also, um, what advice would you give people that want to get into kind of making and mixing their own YouTube videos or to start a YouTube gaming channel? Well, I believe like the first question you want to ask yourself before you even get involved is, do you really want to do this? Is this something you enjoy doing? Because I've encountered people that would love to do their own channels and stuff like that. And they've asked me questions because I've been doing it since at least 2012. My YouTube channel has about 490 subscribers. So I've been doing it for quite a while. And um, the question you want to ask yourself is, is this something you really want to do? Because when it comes down to it, editing and recording and rendering all your videos and stuff like that, it takes a lot of time and effort. Uh, I can't even imagine. As much as people are, as much as as accessible as it is now to be able to make your own videos and just put it on YouTube and stuff like that, to be able to edit your own stuff together, it it takes time. Me, personally, I don't like to just put up videos. I like to edit them. I like to put on music give context, tell a little story, and make it like you're watching a a cinematic, I don't want to say masterpiece, but a cinematic piece of work. It's a good play on words there. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I, I I totally see what you're saying. You you want to stand out a little bit and be, you want to put your ownership and pride in your videos. Right. I want people. I want my videos to be memorable for the content that they provide, and in addition to in addition to that, how how they're put together. Well, that's awesome. So, how can people find you on the internet? You can find me by looking up playing with issues, all one word, no spaces. And I, I am on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube and Twitch. Though I don't use my Twitch too much. I prefer editing to streaming personally. But um, the market does dictate that streaming is a big thing nowadays. So I might have to get into that <laughs> if we ever want to boost my numbers up a little bit but I feel like it takes away some of the fun like a, a lot of the fun for me is just editing my videos and providing people with something that they they could watch at any time they want they don't need to sit down and watch someone stream for hours at end and hopefully find something memorable I, I, I'd rather just someone sit down take five minutes out of their day oh that was a funny video and be satisfied with that if, if that's what they're into no i mean i totally see what you're saying and it completely makes sense yeah i feel like the biggest issue for me for streaming is that you always have to be consistently entertaining and if you're streaming for hours at a time that that can be very challenging yeah that i yeah it's, it's not as easy as people think it is to actually be in front of the camera for long periods of time and not not be entertaining right i i I feel like i can be entertaining but it 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 comes at a moment's whim like if something outstanding happens within a game then give or take you're gonna you're you're gonna be entertained like uh the most recent game that i picked up was resident evil 2 and the worst thing about it is i'm an absolute pussy So I can barely sit through the game without getting anxiety, and as a result, almost every moment of me recording gameplay of that game is memorable, simply because I I can't do it. It It's absolutely terrifying to sit through that game. Oh, dang. I didn't know it was that bad. (laughs) It's not that bad. It's just me. Whenever... And one thing about this new Resident Evil... You don't feel like a badass. You feel like a regular person trying to survive the zombie apocalypse. Uh. The the zombies are beyond durable. You have a scarce amount of ammo, and it's it it that combination makes the game very scary. When you you feel as hopeless as everything looks, you you're not gonna feel too good. You're not gonna feel too hot. <laughs> Well, I have to check that game out then. There is a 30-minute demo for both the Xbox One and the PS4 if you do want to check it out. It's it's definitely worth it. Oh, nice. I did not know that. I will have to actually download that. Thank you very much for letting me know. Yeah, absolutely. And please let me know how, how you play, if you can actually handle horror games. I can't, so... Yeah, I, I actually don't like scary stuff, but the last Resident <laughs> Evil game I played was a 
was the most popular one for the GameCube when that came out. Was it Resident Evil 4? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that, that's when it stopped. That's when it very slowly stopped becoming scary. Once Resident Evil 5 came out, that's when it just became Michael Bay action movie. That, that's exactly what happened with the genre. So a lot of people are excited about this one because now it's become survival horror again. It's not action, straight action. It's an actual horror game now. Oh, okay. Well, playing with issues, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and talking with me about your techniques and your channel. I really appreciate take, you taking the time to have a conversation. Yeah, no problem. And thank you for actually reaching out to people and asking if they want to be interviewed and stuff like that. Um, it, it's greatly appreciated. Well, I thank you very much, and I hope you have a good rest of the day. No problem. You too. All right. Thank you. That was Playing With Issues. You can find him on Twitter and YouTube at Playing With Issues and check out how he edits and records his video games. As always, thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.